welcome to the Sisterhood Tea Party, where we get together weekly to discuss all the tea about life, relationships, pop culture, and generally anything you chat about with your best friend over a cup of tea or beverage of choice. We're your hosts, Stephanie and Jessica, and we've been spilling the tea to each other for more than a decade, and now we're ready to invite the rest of you to the tea party. In today's episode, we are talking about finding your fitness and wellness journey and what works for you. We'll discuss simple ways to get started, figuring out your interests within the fitness and wellness space, and ways to stay consistent to make it a lifestyle. A quick plug before we get started, if you like what you hear today, you can follow at Sisterhood Tea Party on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. So let's get to sip in with what's top of mind for us this week. Stephanie? What's top of mind for me is by the time this episode airs, I would have hit a fitness milestone in my group fitness class that I'm a part of. I'm very excited. Yes. Okay, wait, I'm what's hitting, the milestone? Yes, I'm going to be taking my 150th class at this oh, studio. Wow. These are mm-hmm. classes you've taken or is also the ones that you teach count? No. So this is completely separate from cycle bar. So this is another gym. Like this is my actual like workout gym that I like oh. go like four times a week. Yes. So I have hit 150 classes, which is wild to me. Amazing. And Congrats. I know. Thank you. And it's, it's great because this is probably one of my favorite gym communities. Now I have several, like obviously cycle bar has been my OG gym community and great community for years. Um, but being able to find this new group fitness place where I can like have a second home for working out and meeting new friends and having like a true group of like athletes that are just wanting to better each other and better themselves has been amazing. So 150 classes is it's just awesome. And so Congrats. here's to 150 more. Thank you. I'm very excited Amazing. about it. Amazing. I absolutely love that. What kind of fitness class is this? Yes, it's strength-based training. So okay. they don't use any barbells at all. It's all like dumbbells, kettlebells. Like we have different machines that we use. So we have like a ski erg, um, the rower, the bikes. We have a just a lot going on. We use like the little straps for like the rings for like ring rows and things like that. There's just like a bunch of different strength-based activities and every day is different. Um, Every day has a different type of programming based on the workout and the exercise for today. So it's, it's been really great. I've seen a lot of progress in myself, especially over these last few months, I've seen a lot of changes and a lot of like, actually like sticking with it has been really exciting, you know, with traveling and everything, it's been harder to stay to those classes, but it's been nice that like, I can still go back and like get right back into it. Um, it's also been nice when I do travel, there are other cities that also have this gym. Now it's not like these, it's not a huge gym yet, but there are a few cities that I've traveled to that have this, have a location. So I'll pop in for like a day or two and work out there. So it's been nice to like, keep all of that going. Ah. I love that. I'm so proud of you. Congrats. Um, For me, top of mind is a little bit different, not fitness related, though it could be. Um, I have been this week trying to focus on, I'm going to say restarting my blog. So context here. When I first kind of started on the content creation journey, I didn't really know what I was doing or what I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a blog. Maybe I'll do a YouTube channel. Like, I like dappled. I'm constantly still experimenting with things. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about like, how can I 
grow my audience even more quickly? And how can I start to monetize what I do, um, you know, to actually potentially make a career out of it? And so I uh, have owned a domain for my blog for some time, but have not done anything with it. I had okay. previously done stuff with it and I was like, oh, like get that digital footprint off of, off of the internet. Um, and so now I'm starting to revamp because I've been studying some other like influencers that I kind of like aspire to be similar to in the future. And I see that they use blogs and newsletters as a way to kind of keep engaged with their community and actually like open up a little bit more. Like I make a lot of TikToks and reels, but I can only fit so much in order to like work within the algorithm, you know, those kinds right. of things. And you can only do like one link per post, those kinds of things where blogs give you a little bit more space. So I've been dappling with it. I've been like testing what would an article look like? How would I set up a newsletter? Hopefully in an ideal world, by the time this airs, it will have actually launched, but um, we'll see. I'm not going to rush it. I'm just kind of yeah. playing around with it and, um, you know, seeing if it, if it might be something that people would like as a way to engage and get more um, recommendations and reviews and things like that for me. So that's top of mind for me this week. I really like that. I'm excited for you. You'll have to share oh, for when sure. it comes out, when, you know, when you're ready, no rush, I would love to see it because, you know, I support you in all things that girl. you do. So would love to see it. Thanks girl. Um, but yes, let's get into the real tea, which by the way, I feel like we need to mention this really quickly. This is our last episode of season one. I realized we didn't put this in our original script, but like, we got to talk about that a little bit. We do. This, this is it for season one, y'all. It has been such a journey, such a ride, but do not fear. Season two is coming. Like right around the corner. It's not like that right long until corner. season two. No, no. <laughs> Calm We're down. not going to make you wait too long. <laughs> no, We're no, going to no. do some, some revamping, some, some, uh, we have some stuff in the works. We're very excited about for season yes. two, but, um, stay tuned until then, but stay tuned. <laughs> we will Let's... have release dates and share all of the things very, very soon. Very soon. Um, so let's get into the tea, the final tea for season one and talk about this finding your fitness journey and your wellness journey and kind of where to even start? There's so much to start, but I'm just going to give some background about my own personal experience with fitness and wellness. So it started off in college for me. Um, it's a very long story, so I can share the longer story at another time, but I'm just going to make this nice and short and sweet. So I started in college and my ideal goal when I was working out, was that I needed to lose weight. I had always struggled with body issues and body image for a very long time. And so when I got into the gym, that was my sole purpose. I was on every elliptical, every treadmill, just, I wanted to lose weight, wanted to drop. And as I got older, I realized that really wasn't as sustainable. So I started incorporating weights. And so I got into lifting at the gym. I used to be a big gym girly. I would go was not about group fitness. I used to actually despise group fitness. I was very much like headphones on, don't talk to me. Like I have a note, like I was the gym girly and we go in, I had my set of workouts, did that for a few years, did that through grad school. 
um, when I moved to Dallas, I ended up discovering CrossFit and I knew about CrossFit prior, but I hadn't really done much with it, but I wanted something different outside of the gym. So I joined a CrossFit gym at the same time I found cycle bar. So I was CrossFitting and cycling and I was just, I was a lean, mean, <laughs> ripped machine apparently. Yes. Um, so I was again, very much. And I also did not have a great view on fitness. I was still very much again, like I just have to be fit. I have to be in this like vibe. I didn't really have, um, a really strong set of like what I wanted. I just knew that I wanted to look a certain way. And like, that was it for me. Um, and then I had, I got a new job because I got fired from my, from my previous job. And so I went through the spiral. Um, and I went through a lot of then mental issues and mental health that, caused me to fall out of working out for a while. And I went through months of not working out and I gained weight back and all of these things. And I just went through this like whole thing of like, what do I want? What do I want to do? And so when I decided to get right back into it, I had left, I left CrossFit at that point. I decided to just do cycle bar and I was starting to figure out the world of group fitness fully. Um, and that's where I ended up fast forward to now I've taught over 430 spin classes and I'm in group fitness. And not only do I teach group fitness, I work out in a group fitness setting. And that's just been my whole journey now is just being in a setting where I'm around like-minded people who just want to better themselves and be healthy and, and just exist and just enjoy life. And so I've now been able to find a balance in that with working out, with knowing what works for my body, with you know, hydration and the food that I eat and things like that, like being able to just be more in tune with that. I've come a long way. And so yeah. I feel much more confident and healthier in my body than I did when I was literally at my leanest. I feel more secure than I was back then. So that is, that's kind of like my history in a, lot, in a little nutshell. Over how many years is that? So that people kind of have a perspective of like yeah. where the start is versus kind of where you are now. Yeah. I started my fitness journey in 2011. Yeah. So I, I think so, it's good perspective because I think, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get into it, but like, it's not going to be perfect at the beginning and you're going to have those ebbs no. and flows over years. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I would say, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair too, I also were, I mean, I worked out in high school, but like, that's different. I was an athlete in high school, you know, I ran yeah. track, but like, that was a different vibe. Like when I fully started was you know, in college. And that was the kind of takeoff from that. Yeah. I, I would say one, your journey has always been an inspiration to me. Um, so appreciate being able to watch, watch your journey. Um, Thanks, for friend. me though, I would say that I also had ebbs and flows. I had never stepped foot in a gym until college. Um, well, I would say it was the summer after high school. So I, uh, made the cheer squad in college, my freshman year. And so we had required workout plans and with all these machines I had to do and dumbbells and things that I'd never heard of. And I had literally never stepped into a gym and I had to kind of figure it out. Um, but generally I would say the way that I was working out in college was definitely not like the most healthy, like in my nutrition as well. I was also on like, I need to be thin. I need to be thin. I was already thin. I literally joke around with my husband that when we first met, I had like negative A cup boobs. I was so skinny. Like it was like not healthy skinny. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then 
and then I think I went to grad school and that's when I started like lifting more weights. Um, and I was, I still was not on the nutrition side of things, but I was lifting more and I really started to enjoy that. Then when I moved to San Francisco after grad school and got a job, I fell off again. It was like, oh, I got to find a new gym. The gyms there were mm-hmm. so much busier than the gyms in Kansas. I was so overwhelmed. Um, I was also starting to gain weight and like, wasn't feeling as confident and like all of these things. And so I got a trainer. I was like, I need somebody to like, hold me accountable. And I loved working with the trainer that got me back on track for many years, moved again, COVID happened. It was like, do I do at home workouts or what? Um, and then again, was kind of falling off and I was like, I need a trainer again. And so it was actually last year I got a trainer and, um, I loved working with her. She was incredible. She's a good friend of mine now. Um, and that really got me back on track. And now I'm back in the gym at least three days a week, sometimes more. Everyone's You're killing it, left, by the way. But thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. I feel like I'm back. And I, I feel yeah. like I'm more connected with it from a mental health perspective too, which has been so helpful for me of it's not just about how I look and I need to be thin or anything. It's mm-hmm. like, I just, feel better when I work out. And when I don't work out, I don't feel good. And so that's been like a big part of my journey as well. Side note to your gym journey. I also love that you've incorporated like cute outfits and just the gym girl aesthetic vibe. I do love that. I just had to share that because I always love when you share it and I'm like, yep, that's my gym girl right there. So oh, I've been trying to up my gym game. I've been buying the crew socks, the crew socks, trying to do it. (laughs) I think it's cute. I need to go pick out a new set because I do this every year for my birthday. Um, By the time this airs, it'll be passed, but I need to go pick up a new set uh, for my birthday, like a new little workout, like bra and like legging set. So well, if you're looking for any like dupes of Lululemon, like you don't want to expend through the expensive stuff, I have lots of links on my Amazon storefront. And if you have Mm. specific things you're looking for, I can send them to you, but yeah, send me the links. I'll go, I'll I'll go through it. (laughs) Cool. Also, by the way, we didn't mention this before, but I think it's a disclaimer. This episode should be for people who are wanting to start a fitness journey. We're not saying that Mm -hmm. you need to start a fitness journey tomorrow. We're not trying to pressure you in any way that you have to go work out and you have to go do this. So I think that's important because there's just, again, enough pressure on us as women to look and feel and do certain things. And like, that's not what this is about. Right. Exactly. So if this is something that resonates with you, please continue to be here um, and take what you need and don't, if you don't need it, then don't take it. And that's completely fine. Um, so we just wanted to share that with y'all. So how to start your fitness and wellness journey, if that's something that you're wanting, let's kind of walk through it a little bit. So the biggest thing is to set your intention. You know, what is your reason for wanting to start this journey? Um, think about your why, write down, if you need to write down those reasons, really sit with yourself, meditate, whatever you need to figure out, why am I starting this? If you are looking at it from a negative lens of like, I, you know, whatever that reason is, and it feels negative, it feels like it's giving you anxiety, probably not a good reason to start. But if you are in a place of receiving, like, I just want to be better. I want to feel good. I want to do this or whatever it is. And it feels uplifting in a way. That's a great, that's a good first start. Um, but yeah. you never want to have any negative energy into wanting to start something because it makes it a lot harder um, as you start to begin the journey. It shouldn't be about beating yourself up in any way, right? It, it's 
And this is why when I mentioned like the mental health piece, I think that was a big part of it for me, like as I've gotten older and also like a mobility piece as well. Like we're in our thirties, like we start, we start to feel some aches. Like, I don't think I'm old, but I do start to feel some like back pain or, you know, I sit at a desk all day. Um, and that was a part, another part of it for me was like, I want to stay mobile as long as I can. I love to travel. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I can't walk a city because I'm too sore. You know, those kinds mm-hmm. of things were, were a lot of my whys just to kind of give some examples other than like weight loss, which I think is like, just like the common thing everybody jumps to. I know that as I've been getting older too, again, I don't think I'm old, but again, you do feel those aches and pains, but wanting to just like be a better version of myself really was a huge factor for me. Um, being able to have that longevity, taking up, um, like stretching and yoga and things like that really helps with the mobility and really kind of feels good for you. Again, don't need to do that. There are other ways where you can do it in your own home where taking this time to do dynamic stretching or static stretching, depending on whatever it is, but like being able to just continue to move your body has been like the biggest thing. So I want to keep moving until I, I can't one day, you know what I mean? And I just want to do that as long as I can taking different types of workout classes. I think that gives you a whole big world of discovering what you like and what you don't like, because you can go into classes and be like, oh, this, you know, feels good. And there are times you take one class and you're like, oh, this is not for me. I'm going to leave. Or, or you walk into a gym, even like a, just a regular big box gym. And you're like, I don't like the energy. I don't like the vibe, whatever. And you leave. So there are tons of different ways to discover fitness classes and gyms in your area. So class pass, gym pass. Those are a couple of apps that I've used. I believe studio hop is another one. Um, there are so many different apps that you can use to discover new classes, new types of gyms, um, without having to purchase memberships and drop-ins every time. Um, there are ways for you to purchase like specific credits for each of those different apps, which honestly will save you anywhere between like 30 and like 70% off of the actual retail price of that gym. So it's a great way to, if you're also um, trying to budget or save or anything, it's a, I think it's a decent financial decision to go look into purchasing um, credits for one of those apps and just try out a few studios and see what, you know, feels good for you. And so like, so for people who don't know what these things are, uh, basically what it does is it gives you these credits to different types of gyms, like kind of uh, boutique gyms or studio gyms. So like, mm-hmm. there's like maybe like cycle bar is on ours. That's like local. Um, there's a Pilates one. There's, uh, the barre classes, um, a bunch of these different gyms. And so then you can kind of pick and choose. So you don't have to be like, oh, I'm just going to join cycle bar. You can be like, I want to try Cycle Bar, and then I want to try, you know, Barry's Boot Camp. I think that used to be a one. I don't know if it still is. Like, I want to try yeah. all these different yeah. ones, and then you can either keep doing that because you like to do a bunch of things, or you can say, Cool, now I want to go join that gym. Or you can even use just all your credits on that gym if it's cheaper to do it that way too. Exactly. And the beauty about these apps is that it does give you the flexibility to again hop from studio to studio. Um, in addition, you can also pause your credits. You can pause your membership within those apps. So again, if you need to take a break or kind of figure out, or if you decided, Hey, you just want to go buy a membership at one of these gyms, that's okay. But these apps give you that flexibility to go to different places. I know here, at least I have a few friends that utilize class pass and it's a way for them to 
maybe be a member at one studio, but like use ClassPass for a couple others. Maybe they use that to do their, you know, secondary training of like yoga or strength training. And they just want to use that on yeah. the app, but they want to buy a full membership, but I'll use cycle bar again as an example. Um, but that just, again, gives you the opportunity to discover what you like and what you don't like. And if you don't live in a city that has something like that, cause I know this is like something that you see in like cities. Um, right. also just like at your gym, they probably have a bunch of classes too. And just like, you could try them. It's probably not going to be as extensive as something like class pass, like in terms of the offerings, but you can still try the different classes there as well. Absolutely. And what's nice about those gyms is that for the most part, a lot of them will have three-day trials, seven-day trials, even a one-day trial where you pop in yeah. and check things out. Um, if you also talk to a sales manager or a trainer there, they can probably work out a little deal for you where they can give you uh, like a discount or something. Because at the end of the day, they are trying to get sales. They're trying to get new members. So if they see someone who's walking in for the first time that may be interested, they will do what they can mm -hmm. to make sure that you're going to be a member in the door in the door in the door sure yep and I think thinking about it from a perspective of how is it going to fit into your life now and like really knowing yourself in terms of like for example for me anyways mm -hmm. there was a uh, pop-in Pilates class that I did and I loved it so I was like I know myself I love to stretch like it was such a good workout too um but that studio did not fit into my life because the only class options they ever had available were at 1 PM. Like I, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I work during the day. I cannot go to a class in the middle of the day. I know I'm remote and I'm flexible, but I'm not that flexible. I cannot do it. So I couldn't join that gym. It just wasn't going to fit into my life. It was not realistic. I would have ended up feeling bad all the time that I couldn't make that class and stressing about making it there. It just did not fit with my life. Unfortunately, Absolutely. I wish it had. Oh, that's so, you know, first of all, why are they offering classes? So they had the evening classes, but they were always full. They were never, oh, ever open. That's why. And it's like, well, I, I can't, what am I going to like wait for the class to open and do it? Like it, it, no, it was never open because that's, that's what people do though. I know people who set their alarms because they know the booking window is like 10 days out set your, and I tell, I tell my friends, especially with cycle bar, I'm like, set your alarm. If you want your bike, set your alarm because when that booking window opens, you got a book, you got yeah. a book. It just, I, it, I would have never done it. It just doesn't work for I me. Know. Oh, that's okay. But there are other opportunities there are other things yeah. that will pop up. So it's not the end of the world, you know? No, no. I found other <laughs> things that I enjoy and that's okay. <laughs> yes. That's even better. And when you do find those things that you enjoy, start slow, right? You do not need to rush into a fitness journey. You don't need to rush into this all at once because I feel like when you rush into it, you burn yourself out very quickly. Or if something happens and you feel like, oh my gosh, like I've taken on too much. No, start slow, whatever that looks like to you. What does slow look like to you? You can determine that you can figure that out. If it means you, as an example, are taking maybe two classes a week or working out twice a week to start your schedule to kind of see how it fits. That's fine. If starting yeah. slow for you means once a week, that's fine too. Just finding a schedule, finding something that makes sense. So you don't feel like you're rushing in and that way you can kind of gradually increase the intensity, increase the frequency of how often you're going and, and go from there. Because you're going to be moving your body more. So you're going yes. to naturally be more tired like and especially like we haven't really talked about the nutrition stuff yet either but like 
if you're also just like doing the same thing nutrition wise, like your, your body's going to be, it's just going to need to adjust. And so if you Mm -hmm. go from zero to five days a week, you're probably not going to make it past that first week. (laughs) Like I'm going to be honest (laughs) and and you want to stay consistent. Right. And you don't want to let yourself down. Right. Cause if you're like, Oh, I'm going to do it five days this week when I went from zero and then you don't, again, that like brings in that negativity because you weren't consistent and you're going to feel bad about it. Whereas if you set a goal that's realistic, um, and you stay consistent with it, then over time you can decide when and how, or if you want to increase or shift things at all. I think that's great. And I know that again, if you're into like true goal setting, smart goals can still come back into play with this and allow you to help set that consistent schedule again it doesn't have to be as structured as that, but if that's something that will help you within your journey, that's one way to look at it as well. Um, you can also as well, prioritize rest, hydration, and recovery. And I think, and I'm not going to speak too much on it because I'm not an expert, but I do know for my body, I need to hydrate. So got a little Stanley here. got to make sure, yep. Your water bottle, make sure you're hydrating water. You need to, you need to drink water. That's it. Um, you also need to prioritize rest. You need to get a decent night's sleep. Um, again, however many hours, I can't give you a number, but you know how much sleep you need to get, make sure you're hitting that number. And then recovery, stretching, um, doing whatever feels good for you. That means recovery. Stretching is a huge thing um, to yes. making sure that you continue to stay mobile and stay like flexible when it comes to these workouts. So those things need to be prioritized in order to can keep up with your, with your journey. Absolutely. Um, stretching has been, I mentioned this before, but I love to stretch. Like if I'm just like feeling uncomfortable, like I'm honestly probably going to stretch after we record this because I'm like, 100%, I'm I need I've to. been sitting here for a while. <laughs> like it just feels so good to stretch. Like I just do it while I'm watching TV. I'm just randomly doing it. Oh, it feels so good. definitely. Stretch. It really does. I love, <laughs> I need to stretch more. I will be honest. I need to stretch more, but I do do love it. I have a phone. I know. I know. I have a foam (laughs) roller. I bought one of those massage guns. Um, I'm like, I have a lacrosse ball. Like I have all of the things I'm like, let's get into it. And I even feel like self-care. It is. So it is self-care because you're taking care of yourself. (laughs) You need to, you need, you got to do it. You got to do it. And then along the lines of what we've talked about earlier, but uh, being able to adapt and adjust to your journey. So if something is not working, so you've tried a gym and you're like, "Eh, it's not for me. You try this fitness class. Maybe it's not working with your schedule because you can't find the times or the times keep getting booked, whatever it is, you're not tied to it. So don't feel like you have to like stick with it, change it, fix it, add something new, take it away, whatever works for you. If it's not working, get rid of it, find something that does. Or if you need to just take a step back and reevaluate, do that too. Because again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Like you do not need to rush into this. You just need to make sure that you are feeling good about what you're setting yourself up for. So always yeah. feel free to adapt and adjust your goals and your fitness journey um, to make sense. Have for fun you. with it. It's like, yeah. it should be fun. It should be, be enjoyable. Um, Absolutely. The other big thing I will say for anyone who's, especially anyone who's new to this is watch out for misinformation. Ooh. Um. If you're hearing things that are like lose weight quick, um, or or if you hear anyone say like, oh, lifting's gonna make you bulky as a girl, uh-uh. Those that's misinformation. Like anything that's like a quick answer or is like putting down a type of exercise is probably sensationalized, 
at a minimum and mm-hmm. misinformation at a maximum. And so be, just be wary of some of that. Yes. Be very careful. Do your research is so important on that. There are tons of different fitness professionals who are degreed, have gone through many qualifications who can provide you with the correct information. Um, Speaking of that as well, kind of talking about misinformation, let's take a little throwback, a little down a little memory lane. Do you remember as a young child, Jess, you know, late nineties, early two thousands, those awful commercials, the special K commercials, the Yoplait commercials, where it's basically portraying, oh, I need to try and fit into my auntie teensy little polka dot bikini, but I don't want to eat too much or I don't want to do this. Like, what am I going to do? Absolutely. Or looking at a piece of cheesecake and being like, hmm, can I eat this? And then do I need to go on a run or do I just eat this and run in place and it'll cancel each other out? We And that was marketing at the time. That was marketing. And so that was one huge piece of misinformation that kind of like has been infiltrated over the years and has been ingrained into a lot of our minds that for a long time when we were younger that was what we thought we're like this is this is it and so that carried into now more modern misinformation of lose weight fast lifting makes you bulky etc all of those things and some people are still very much tied to that mentality because that's what we saw and it just has like transformed so be and even very, very careful yes even like some social media influencers. Now I'm not going to lump them in completely because I do think there are some really incredible influencers who do know Mm -hmm. what they're talking about in the fitness space and are good to listen to. There's also a lot of misinformation, like a lot, a lot. Like there are some people that I will see who are like, oh, this is like what I do and this is what I eat. And I'm like, that's Mm. one if I did that same thing, I'm not going to look like you because my body is different than yours. And that's not how I'm going to look period. There's a lot of other things going on to make you look like that. There's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So just like be mindful. Like that's how the marketing I think has shifted now. In my opinion Mm -hmm. is like much, so much marketing happens on social media right now. And so, um, just, just be mindful of that. And if you're not sure, like if you see something on, because I do think social media can open up a lot of ideas. And I, I look at my workout plans on social media and stuff too. Um, but then maybe if you're not sure about it, ask someone at your gym about it. Hey, I saw this workout because I don't really know if this influencer is going to follow or not. Can you tell me like, does this seem legit? Because yeah. I wanted to try it, but I don't want to waste my time. If this like, isn't a good idea, just right. ask. And they're totally up for helping you. There are. And there's a difference between a fitness influencer who just posts their workouts to share with the world, which again, nothing wrong with that. And those that are truly certified and they're work- walking you through a workout and teaching you proper form. So be very careful with fitness influencers because not a- nine times out of 10, they're not actually like certified. They're just, mm-hmm. they just love to post workouts, which again, nothing wrong with that, but you want to make sure you're taking, if you're seeing that you want it to be taking advice for, from actual certified fitness professionals, people who want, went to school, got certifications and like know what they're talking about. And they can teach you the actual mechanics behind the movements that you're doing. Absolutely. Um, little side note, can I say who my newest favorite fitness influencer is? Sure. Meg the Stallion. I love her. First of all, her voiceovers are out so of this world. They are so entertaining. I every time I like scroll and I see her, I'm like, "What's Meg up to today?" She looks amazing. Do you understand she, that? I 
if I, okay, this, this is like me talking, <laughs> just go, if you say, it. I just have to say it. If I look like her, it's over for every single Shut. person. That's not, I don't want to be, I'm not being toxic. I just have to say it. Cause it's Facts. just hilarious. Do I want to be her? No, but like, I'm just I saying. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, every single time I need, to be, I need up, to be honest, maybe I do. <laughs> every single time I see her come up, I'm like, I think she's the most beautiful woman in the world, period. End of story ever existed. I, I'm like I said, If I had a body like Megan, it would be over for everybody. But she's over. not certified. And she's, she's doing not like two days right now, which I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that makes sense why you look the way you do. And I don't look like right. that. <laughs> right. I'm like, eh, you know, that's not for me, but I enjoy your voiceover. So let me just watch yeah. and keep it, keep it moving. So that's pretty <laughs> much it. I just had to say that because, we'll, yeah, when we started talking about influencers, I was like, oh my gosh, I ju- literally just came yeah. across her this week. And I was like, she has a TikTok. And then I just deep dove and I was obsessed. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> she's great. I, I I love it. Okay. So let's talk about then like how to turn the fitness journey into a lifestyle. Because there's one thing about like starting it and then it's like maintaining it, having it consistently keep going finding activities that you truly enjoy. We've talked about this earlier, but again, just reiterating that point, you have to know yourself. You have to know what you like, what you don't like. So again, if it means trying out a few different places, different gyms, different workout places, just to see what makes working out fun for you or movement fun for you, do that. But if you don't find things that you don't enjoy them. Like, it's just, it's not fun. Like you want to be able to enjoy those activities because you want to be able to stick with it because this journey, wanting to turn it into a lifestyle, you need to have something that's sustainable things that are going to kind of change your habits, um, for the better. And, and what you choose doesn't mean that you're stuck with it for the rest of your life either. Like you can say, Hey, I'm going to consistently be working out, but what I'm doing to work out might shift. Like like you talked about your journey to get to group classes. Actually, I also mm-hmm. really hate group classes, but hearing you say that you used to hate them and now you love them, it has me in my mind thinking, hmm, maybe I'll try group class sometime just to like see now as an adult if I like it. I will say because I went and found places that I enjoyed. So I went to some group classes that I was like, absolutely not. I will not be back again. <laughs> and then I once I found like my first one I joined, I was there for two years I really liked it, but I was ready to try something new. And so I decided to leave and now I'm at the current gym that I am now. So again, group fitness, I still really like it. I do. I think it's because again, the accountability, the people that are there, they're all like-minded. They all want to be there to work on themselves, to be healthier, to be just to move. Like everybody has a different story and a different journey, but it's all nice that we're all under the same place and just enjoying the workouts together. Love that. And it helps you mm-hmm. to get into a routine, I'm sure too. Cause I feel like that's also super important is like, yeah, like know yourself. Are you a morning person? You need to work out in the mornings, do it then. Are you an evening person? Like I hate working out in the evening. If I don't go to the gym in the morning and I tell myself I'm going to go in the evening, I'm not going that day. It's done. Right. It's, it's not happening. I know I have to go in the mornings or it won't happen. I feel you. I'm now the same way. I never thought in my years of existence that I would ever be a 5.30 a.m. workout girly. Look at you now. And I am at the gym four days a week at 5.30 a.m. What is that? But it's funny because the classes that I teach are actually in the evening. And everyone's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Magic, <laughs> I guess. But I, 
I teach evening spin classes, but work my own personal workouts are in the morning. And that just works for me. I have different, my levels are different. My energy is different at two different types of the day. When I need to work out and get something done for me, I, it has to be in the morning because I won't do it in the evening. When I'm teaching a class, when I'm trying to inspire others, I might do my best work in the evening. So I can do that. I have great energy when I'm teaching in the evenings. So it just, it just works out that way. I love that. Know yourself to create a routine. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier too, but the other part of making it a lifestyle, I think is like really being in tune to like the mind body connection too, of like reflecting. And if you meditate, meditating on it too, of like, how do you Mm -hmm. feel after you work out? Like sometimes you don't notice like, you know, when you're in a positive or negative mood, but I've found that if I really think about, Hey, how am I feeling today? Well, why am I feeling that way? What did I do today? Um, and I noticed myself feeling so much better on the days I worked out or Mm. not necessarily the day of, but like that week, if I worked out consistently that week. And I think that can be another motivating factor, uh, of just like, again, knowing yourself and knowing like, this is going to be good for me can be another way to keep with consistency and make it a lifestyle. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, along the same lines of that is being able to know what your body needs fuel wise. So being able to make sure that you are doing things that you know that your body needs. So that I'm basically referring to fueling your bodies with food and what that looks like. Now I'm not going to dive into details about that specifically. If you know that that's something that you need, I would chat with a certified health coach, nutritionist, or medical professional, because that's all going to be based on your needs because our bodies being fueled are very different from one another. Like I need different things and Jess does and Jess needs different things from somebody else. So again, refer to a medical health professional on ways to make sure that you are fueling your bodies correctly for your fitness journey. Definitely not have said it better myself. And and I will say I am still on my nutrition journey for sure. Uh, and again, going back to that mind body connection, I will tell you that I will never eat unhealthy the evening before a leg day again, period. I made that mistake. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like six months ago or something now, but like I did this and I was like, I'm going to yak at the gym. So that, that has been part of my health journey, <laughs> my wellness journey. Never, ever eat unhealthy the night before leg day. Um, cause you know, sometimes we still have those unhealthy moments, but, um, not before leg day. <laughs> um, also like celebrate the wins, I think is another big thing for me, at least along the way. Yeah. Like, whatever your goals are, if you're like hitting a milestone towards them or you did something you've never done before, I think that that's huge and like should be celebrated. And big or small, whatever you define that as, celebrate it because that helps you keep going. That helps you see that like, okay, like I am doing this. This is great. Like what can I get to next? It's kind of like exciting to see. So I agree with that. Celebrating every step of the way. Um, And nothing's too small. Yeah, Nothing's too small. I will say when I... I mentioned that I had like fallen off and then gotten back in like a year ago with a trainer, mm-hmm. my first leg day. Cause guys, I hate doing legs. I'm not, I'm not a girl who loves to do legs period, but I do them and I have to do them and it's fine. But my first leg day with her, she had me do this, the, uh, hack squat machine. Mm-hmm. I'd never done it before. And thank goodness. I never tried to do it on my own because my husband had been telling me I should try it. And I was too afraid to try it. And she, and she, she took me to it. I had already done a full leg workout, had not done legs in a very long time. 
and it was the last exercise. Guys, I couldn't do one without her assistance, without any weight on it. I could not do one. Okay. By the time I was done, like with like working with her for several weeks, I was doing like 10, 12 reps. I was also adding yoga blocks to it. So I was getting a deeper squat. I was adding weight. Like, so I promise you (laughs) it's okay to be a beginner. 100%. Celebrate when you even get just the one, because eventually you'll get to 10 and the 12 and add the yoga blocks and the weight and all that. So I just had to share. Yes. I love it. I love it. Speaking of you having a trainer, accountability is also key within this as well. So whether you find accountability in your gym community, so your group fitness classes or wherever you're at, uh, maybe you have a friend or two that's also on a a fitness and wellness journey that you just want to like check in with um, via text or something or call each other, whatever that looks like. Or if you want paid accountability, get a trainer, get a coach. I think those are also great. Yeah. Um, and they're also great motivators and they can help you help guide you on the journey and work with you on the goals that you set for yourself and what you have in mind, because that, I mean, that is what they're there for. They get paid to help you on your journey. So use them to your advantage, especially if you do decide to hire a coach or a trainer. And I will say most trainers that I've worked with, at least maybe it's not all trainers, but at least the trainers I've worked with are so passionate about it. Like they want to see you succeed because they they truly feel like your success is their success. And I think that's pretty Mm -hmm. incredible um, and can be so motivating and fun. And, you know, if you're, if you're struggling with your own accountability, you know, it's hard. It it feels worse to cancel on someone else than to cancel on yourself sometimes (laughs) when you're first starting. So it can be helpful. That is very true. And with that, if you have to cancel again, stay flexible, you know, life happens, things change. But it's important for you to just be flexible. If you have to switch things up, if you have to take a break from it, that's okay. But knowing that when you are ready, it'll be right where you left it and you can pick up and keep it going. And make it enjoyable. Like we said before, it should be fun. Like find joy in the movement of it. Like don't put the societal pressures on yourself for the why. Like going back to what you said about find the why in the beginning. Like this is why important to find the why because it should be fun and you should feel good about it you should be able to enjoy that if that's what you want to do because if you're not finding joy in it it's not going to bring you the purpose that you're looking for it's not going to bring you to whatever goal or intention that you set for in the journey so you have to also make sure that you are holding yourself accountable and making sure that you are finding joy in those moments definitely well we're coming to the end of the last episode of season one but stay tuned for season two soon. Um, And as you all know, we like to close every episode by sharing the last drop of tea for the day. So Stephanie, share with us the last drop of tea for season one. Everyone's fitness journey is unique. Don't compare your progress to others. Focus on your goals and intentions for why you started and celebrate every little step of the way. Beautiful. We will see you guys in season two.